everyone it's kelvin welcome to episode 39 of res metal podcast on this episode i talk with Boleyn, vocalist guitarist of ritual moon ritual moon are a three-piece black and thrash metal band out of the los angeles california area they play a style that's like you know early black metal uh like you know reminiscent of uh, venom and uh, motorhead um yeah they released a full-length album last year ritual moon one on january 13 2021 and it was one of my favorite uh, albums of last year and um you know i reached out to the band and they um were gracious gracious enough to talk with me um so i spoke with Boleyn. um you know we talk about the band's history uh like the creative process behind ritual moon and um also talk a little more in depth about the full-length album um hope everyone enjoys this uh, episode before i start that interview i'm gonna go ahead and play a clip off one of my favorite songs off that full length and that track is called uh, uncontrollable death so check it out and then right after the clip i'll go right into the interview all right check it out started it was um i was living in phoenix so i was like um i went to a slayer concert the you know the last slayer one of the last slayer tours with like campbell corpse mm-hmm. and then yeah i was like so fired up like i remember i got home it was like almost, it was like midnight and yeah i was just like all fired up and like i just like oh, fuck it. so i just like grabbed my like cell phone and i was just like talking about it talking about the experience and then oh reviewing the show and shit. yeah cool. yeah just talking about the whole show and that's cool kind of that's, that's how the, that's kind of how it started and then, yeah um yeah i would just go to like shows around phoenix and like just talk about it and i would like record on my phone like record like the audio of like some of the mm-hmm. some of the bands and then just uh upload it and then just talk about it that's cool. Yeah. And then I moved out here and there's quite a, there's like kind of like a, like a thriving scene out here, but it's kind of like spread apart. Um, a lot of bands, a lot of local bands that just kind of like do shows like, you know, every now and then. Um, so there's quite a few like bands around here. I, I was able to talk to, um, and then, um, yeah, I just been reaching out to, you know, people, some people, you know, will like get back to me and, um, like, yeah, like you, you guys, you guys are nice enough to get back, get back to me. Oh, I mean, you know, it's cool. Like it's to me, it's fucking whether 
it's a podcast that has like zero followers or fucking five million. Like, I mean, I don't even think we've ever gotten hit up by anybody that's really big, but it's cool because it's like you guys give a fuck enough to even consider us. You know what I mean? So I think any type of attention is worthy. You know what I mean? Like whether people listen to us or not, you know, because obviously we're not going to be everybody's cup of tea, but it's always cool when people take time out of their day to actually give a fuck, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yeah. It's just fun for me. Like, it just gives me something to do out here. Like it's, um, I don't know. It's it's cool. Like I, I go like, but usually what I do is like, if I get a, get someone who, you know, wants to talk to me, I'll like, I'll dig really deep into their like music and then I'll like have like a notebook. I'll like write down like notes and like write down questions and just kind of like homework. I'm doing my homework and then, yeah, no, then that's this, cool. is, this is, yeah, this is like the test. I'm taking the test. And then like afterwards, I'm just like kind of like reviewing it. And then uh, I like, I do the edit on my own, on like just my laptop. And then, um, yeah, then I put it out and just, um, yeah, it's just, fun. I don't even make like, honestly, I think I'm losing money doing it, but <laughs> it's just like, yeah. The same way that people love to play music. There's people that love to review it, you know, same way, the same thing that you're doing it. Like, Oh yeah. People collect music, they play music, they review it, they reproduce it somehow, you know, people that play covers, like it's 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 fucking cool, you know, music just brings people together. So Yeah. Yeah, I listen to a lot of podcasts, especially a lot of like um kind of like what I do, just like a lot of like band interviews and um yeah, so I pretty much just like copy like the stuff that I've been listening to, but kind of doing it out here, like with, with kind of like the the small scene out here. And then I was lucky enough to reach out to some some bands. Um, see, I reached out to a lot. I so I used to live in North Dakota, so I, I reached out to a lot of the bands in North Dakota, and they were cool enough to talk to me. Yeah, 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 cool. Um, but yeah, I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to talk to me. Um, uh, I made a couple of questions, if you don't mind, so you can just kind of run, run through them. All right, cool. Um, yeah, so I'm with uh, Berlin, uh, Ritual Moon, and you play guitars and vocals, am I correct? Yes, guitar and vocals. Um, I will say on the first demo, our only demo that we've had, um, I played bass as well. It was just a two-piece. So I did the bass tracks on that. Now we have Rachel. She's our bassist now. And Rachel also did a little bit of the backing, um, some background vocals on um, the album. But yeah, I think guitar. Okay. And then I believe you have uh, your drummer, Mars, right? Uh, drummer Mars and uh, Rachel. She okay. does some backing vocals and bass. Okay. And um, I was just going through kind of like the, you know, Ritual Moons, like Bandcamp and looking at when stuff came out. Uh, I saw some demos, a couple splits and then the full length last year. But uh, when would you say like, you know, the, the band officially started? Um, officially started. I do want to take it back to the demo days um, because we did want to maintain it as a two-piece band um which i think officially 
to answer your question, I would say uh, late 2018, early 2019. That's when we decided on the name and just said, fuck it, let's release a demo, you know? Yeah. Who, uh, whose, whose idea was it to, to, be, to start the project? Well, actually, uh, Mars and I, we used to play in another band together, uh, a heavy metal band. And we used to just fuck around, like, before our band practice would start, we would just fuck around. And in that band, I would play guitar, uh, bass, and she would play drums. But I would just, you know, pick up the guitar because I just wanted to fuck around. And and she was there, and we would just jam out, have a couple beers, and, you know, blaze it. And we just started free jamming a lot and just getting super high <laughs> and just, you know, fucking around. And then... I guess we kind of like we kind of repeated some of the same riffs and we're like fuck it this is a song and fuck it here's another song and fuck it here's another song so we're like you know fuck it and then um we, yeah we just kind of moved moved in that pace and you know it started as just fucking around and we're like well we have songs we might as well make it legit and give us a band name you know and we were even when we we um, settled on the name, we were like, we're still going to be a jam band, you know? The other band to us was still a priority, but... And then that one ended up... We still kept it going. Like, we still had band practice for Ritual Moon. Um, but then the other band kind of, you know, it dissolved. It did end up dissolving. So then we just moved even... You know, we pushed harder with this one, too. So after that happened... So, yeah, um, but we, like, yeah. yeah, we officially, like, said, fuck it, we're a band in late 2018. And I think the demo came out, like, in March 2019 or some shit. Okay. How, how long did you and Mars know each other before you started doing this project? Or before, uh, you, before you were in the band together, the prior band? I'd say maybe, like, a year and a half or a year. Okay. You guys came together with that previous, uh, previous band, previous project. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> one time I was at a at a I can't even remember who the fuck played some fucking show. I really don't remember who was playing, but it was here in Pomona, and uh, she came up to me, and I I was already playing in another band. And she's like, let's jam out. You're sick at bass. And I'm like, okay, I'm down. And then, you know, she ended up starting the heavy metal band with some other chicks and they hit me up and then we, I joined that one. And then that's how we became friends. And yeah, she's fucking cool. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 That's cool. And then, um, you guys initially started out just as like a, a like a two piece band, and yeah. um like um what what um was the plan just to keep it as a two piece or like what were the circumstances when you added um when you added Rachel on bass? Yeah, the the original plan was to keep it as a two piece. We were really like, fuck yeah, it's just gonna be us, it's easier, you know, less 
less democracy, <laughs> so to speak, <laughs> you know, and it was just easy. And shit, even for our first couple shows, we would literally just pack up my car and that's it. <laughs> just me and her in my car and we'll go play show. So that was easy. But after a couple shows, we did decide that, you know, we wanted that bottom end. We wanted that lower end and and uh, we still wanted to keep it a female thing. And there's not that many other. There are a handful of female musicians here in LA. Um, but the first one that came to mind was Rachel. And I had been friends with her for years, too, because of her work in Harlequin. And, you know, she just she's just uh, somebody that's been in the scene for a long time, too. And Harlequin has been in the scene for quite a few years. So she was the first one I thought of and she was down. That bitch is like in fucking like five other bands. Oh, wow. But yeah, she handles, she's, she's fucking dope on bass. Yeah. What other um, projects are you a part of? Um, is, is your, besides the ritual? I'm also in a punk band kind of more on the crusty DB side. Um, called Auxilio. It's also all females, Auxilio. And I'm also in Psychotic Scum, which is also all females, but we're in the like crossover thrash punk type of feel. Okay. So I'm currently in three bands right now. Okay. And then, um, yeah, I saw that you know, the demo came out March 5th, 2019. Um, okay, so I wasn't off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, what, what were your um, like? How were those first few live shows for you guys? Like when you started? Well, I think we literally played like two weeks after we released it, and we kind of planned it that way because we wanted something in hand. We wanted physical copies of our music at for our shows. Um, so we played a few weeks later for Mars's boyfriend's birthday or some shit. And, um, honestly, you know, and I'm not even just fucking saying this to have like my thumb up my ass or anything, but we sold out pretty quick on the demos, which was really fucking cool and totally unexpected. I mean, we only made, I think like 50, um, but that was a really cool response. You know, yeah. our first show is i mean i don't want to say it's embarrassing but definitely we've gotten a lot better from then you know this is my first my first time being a front woman and the other bands i play bass so um, i didn't i never had to be on the mic trying to fucking entertain people and shit you know so this to me was totally different it was my first time being a front woman my first time playing guitar live um and my first time singing and playing. So I really had to practice a lot. And I mean, needless to say, I've gotten a lot better over the years because I had to, you know, it was my first time doing that. So, but it was cool. Definitely learning experiences every, every show that came after that, you know? Nice. That's cool. I didn't know that you were, you went from like the, the rhythm section, like, you know, in the back and then you, became the like the, yeah, the front yeah did you um <laughs> did you notice that you 
Uh, I don't know. I, I've never played in the band or I don't know. I, I don't know that I can't really relate, but did it like change you in like your own, like, like outside, like non-musical side? Like, you know, were you like, did it make you like more like vocal or more of like a leader and a, like, did that have any influence on you? Uh, no, I know. I know what you're asking. Um, you know, and I will say this too. It was the first time for Mars to play this type of music because she likes heavy shit. Like she likes Omega, you know, black thrash, black, black rock and roll. I like even like heavier shit, you know, like death metal and, and fucking black metal, Sargai, Satanic Master, you know, whatever. But so I will say even for her, it was a learning experience, you know, because shit, she fucking learned how to do blast beats. She never did that for our heavy metal band, you know, so so she liked it, though, you know, so it was cool. Uh, but for me, um, I did. I had to put myself out there more, obviously, you know, being the front woman. You can hide away still being a front woman, but I feel like as a musician and a performer, you still need to kind of if people can get by with being really quiet on, on the mic and stuff like that. But I feel like, I mean, that's not the, that's not the approach I wanted for myself. I wanted to be someone. And I, I, I have grown into this position of someone that shows up and is, is confident and just has fun. And that's, I kind of had to push myself to do that. Don't get me wrong. I still fucking get nervous <laughs> when I play, you know, I just get the butterflies and all that shit. But, um, I've learned to kind of take that, just kind of let that shit wash off as you're playing, you know, because when we're up there, it's like, not to say that you're a completely different person, but in a sense you are, you know, you're, you're putting on an act as somebody else. And that's the cool fucking thing about music is that we in itself it's a fucking ritual you know you just put yourself in a different state of mind while you're doing it and and it's just fucking cool so i mean yeah i did change in that sense i do feel more confident in myself as a musician um i mean i am my harshest critic too as as are many artists and creatives but uh but yeah it's it's definitely taught taught me some things about myself Nice. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's, I just thought of that question just cause, um, you know, I read, I read a lot, I read a lot of like band biographies and like, I read a, like, a good, that was a good question. Yeah. Yeah. I read, I read, um, like a metal, I have a bunch of like, like Metallica is like so well documented and, mm -hmm. um, like one of the things that came up that comes up in the Metallica biographies is like, when, I guess when Dave Mustaine was, in Metallica, he was like the the alpha male. He was the one that like called all the shots. But then when they kicked him out, I guess James Hetfield was kind of like like really like you know super like introverted and like they kind of like pushed him to be the front man. And then after that, I guess they they were like saying that yeah, he was like a little more like yeah, like you said, put him putting himself out there and like personality wise, he changed. And um, I just yeah, that was a cool. You know, there's there's performers that they don't ha even have to talk on the mic much and people go fucking crazy, you know, and that's fine. That's cool, you know, but I think it, it kind of forces you to kind of step into a different like role for yourself, you know, and 
shit like even to kind of expand a little more on on your question was uh in my other bands i was just not i don't want to say just the basics basis are also a fucking key in a band you know but i was always just the fucking basis just trying to be in my corner and rock out you know like whatever but i know i did notice that like after having to play the role of a front woman even in those roles as a basis on my other bands that don't require me to be on the mic, I am more comfortable to step in and, and say some shit on the mic now. Like if I have to, in case, you know, to keep the, the show going and shit like that. Sometimes if somebody else can jump on the mic and shit, like I'm, I kind of know when to do it now and I'm a little more strategic now. And I, I just understand the dynamics a lot better now. So that's another thing that I learned from, from taking this role. Okay, nice. Um, so, you know, uh, we talked about the demo that came out, and then you had a split that came out, and then with Harlequin, a full length, and then another split last year. Uh, as far as, like, the creative process for Ritual Moon, um, like, uh, what are what are some of you, what are some of your inspirations, like, musical or non-musical, or, you know, what, what kind of, like, gets you like creative and kind of what, you know, gets you to like write the stuff for Ritual Moon? Uh, sometimes I, you know, listen, excuse me, to a couple, sometimes I listen to a couple bands that I really like. Um, Black Thrash, like if I listen to a lot of, um, uh, I cannot fucking remember their name right now. I just threw a blank. But if I'm, you know, if I'm like really on a like Black Thrash or like Death Hammer, or if I'm just listening to a band a lot, sometimes I just get really pumped up because the music itself is like pump, you know, could just pumps you up. Then I'll, you know, I'll, I'll fucking start getting my own ideas. So I do kind of pull in influences that way. Um, lyrics wise, like riff wise, sometimes I just get something stuck in my head and then I just start writing it um, and kind of go from there and also too I feel like this band has helped me out in terms of uh, songwriting so I see my own prog progression in that so I'm able to write better before it was just free jamming free jamming has actually helped me a lot to really like let loose and kind of just see what the fuck comes out and if I like it then you know we'll keep it and we'll build on that so that's another way I wouldn't say there's a one size fits all as to how I write music it can be through a free jam session that I have with the girls or um I'm listening to a certain band and I'm like fuck yeah like that sounds dope you know let me write something in, in that kind of um vein of music or if I'm fucking pissed off or if I'm fucking sad, you know, and, and I write lyrics. That's kind of what boosts my shit um, into, uh, um, lyrics wise. Um, so riff wise, it's just very, uh, I guess, sounds and, and just instruments itself that influence me. And lyrics wise, I am... Um, influenced just by whatever I'm going through at the time because it can be really empowering you know like fuck everybody do you kind of shit or it can be like 
fuck my life, I'm depressed, you know, fuck the world, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> or it can be sexual even, you know. I like to write about sex sometimes. And so it kind of just, it's just through the human experience. My lyrics are just through what I'm experiencing. And sometimes, like, there's... I think uh, Scorched Earth, those lyrics are actually from Mars. She wrote some fucking sick-ass lyrics for that song. And she just wrote lyrics in general, and I ended up using it for that song. So, I mean, that's... She wrote the lyrics for that song, and everything else has just been through my emotions and shit and whatever I'm going through. Okay. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, the album like came out last year. Um, uh January 13th, so 2021, so a little over a year now. Yes, did it right on the date. Yeah, yeah, so luckily I was lucky enough to get a tape before they sold out. Um, Yeah. And um, yeah, that's cool. Like, uh, as far as the the response, um, like, uh, like, have you guys been getting like responses from like, you know, locally, like, uh and like nationally internationally like what what's some of the like what's some of the most unique places that have like responded to you like as far as location uh so i'll name three so just to name them before they fleet my my fucking mind black knife reached out to us and that's how we did the um that's how we did the split with them and that was before the album they just found us before we released the album so i mean that doesn't really fit with the question but they were somebody that reached out to us. Um, uh, no Clean Singing is um, pretty uh, well-trafficked website. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I know them. I, I go to all these websites and I read every... I spend hours oh, yeah. and hours reading like, No Clean Singing and like Decibel and... Yeah, um, when I saw that No Clean Singing fucking um, did a review on us, I was like, holy shit. And then this other one, um, these guys from, from the UK called... Um, Bangers and Mosh, I think. Bangers and Mosh podcast or something like that. They're fucking cool guys. They they put us on their on their uh, you know on their podcast on their podcast and they reviewed us. But the one the one fucking like response that really like surprised the fuck out of me was uh, Prosthetic Records. They actually the PR guy or you know talent acquisition guy. I forget his name. He used to... I even looked this guy up. He fucking managed um, Arch Enemy and I think even the Queen of Coil. I, you know, these, these fucking sick-ass fucking bands that we've all heard yeah. of, you know? And this guy is reaching out to us saying, you know, we got on a Zoom chat with him and shit and he did his pitch and, you know, all that. And nice. uh, and it was, it was fucking cool. It was sick. And we were like, oh, shit. But uh, at the time, you know, it wasn't really fitting what the kind of flexibility that we needed. And, and you know, Mars and I were were, uh, were new moms. So um, at that time, it just wasn't, wasn't really fitting our agenda. You know, if we signed on, we would have been having a fucking tour left and right. And this was like, what... Um, when did what year did we release the album? Not 2020. Yeah, it was uh, 2021. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so it was like in the fucking pandemic. So we're like, yeah, we can't do anything. How are we, we going to fucking you know, pull that off? So 
it was just kind of a really kind of a crazy time to try to commit to something like that, you know? So, um, but it was fucking cool. It really kind of just took us, took us by surprise. You know, we didn't expect it really. We didn't expect much and we got really good feedback, you know, from people. I mean, it was just even fucking cool to see that people fucking literally, cause we released it at midnight. People fucking bought shit at midnight when we fucking opened up the shop. Like that's how fucking soon people bought our shit. And we were just blown away by that because we did not expect even that, you know? Yeah. Really yeah, cool. that's, that's, that's amazing. These prosthetic records are like one of my favorites. I, I understand. I think they're like, like a, like, I think they're like a, um, like a sub label to like metal blade. Um, I, 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 for whatever reason, I, I always look into these things like relapse records was a sub label to nuclear blast. And yeah, it's like, kind of like the second level. Kind yeah. Of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, like the, the, uh, there's like the prosthetic and then there's nuclear blast and then there's like road runner records. Yeah. They're like, huge, so it's like yeah. a three level kind of thing. And he yeah. even broke it down to us like that, you know, like, you know, so yeah. it was, it was cool even to be fucking considered like that, you know, but yeah. Black knife hit us up to do the split. We we're like, Oh shit. Like, you guys want to just live with this? Fuck it. Fuck yeah, we're done, you know? And so to have another band approach us and hit us up about that, that was fucking cool. And then No Clean Singing with their review that they gave us was like really dope too, you know? Yeah, I, I love that. I love reading all of that stuff. Um, yeah, you mentioned that um, you were, you just became a, a, a new mom. And, um, you know, I was looking through like, you know, the Ritual Moon um, social media page and like a lot looks like a lot of the shows were like local um yeah that mainly because like you were becoming a new parent or? um yeah uh and also because you know a few months later the pandemic hit so That's our right, last yeah. yeah our last show was september 2019 and then that following january february is when shit just hit the fan with the with the with the fucking um yeah pandemic yeah yeah, so we were in the studio by that time, like September, um, August, September for the album. Um, our last show was in September. We finished, um, you know, doing our edits on the album by like December. And then we put it out in January. And, um, and yeah, and then we put it out in January and then we kind of just rode the wave after that because that's when the pandemic hit, so we couldn't do any shows. I mean, we wanted to, um, I, I gave birth in February, so we released it in January. I gave birth in February and even in like December, that's when Mars found out she was pregnant. So it was kind of back to back. I gave birth in February and she had just started her pregnancy and so and then we um no actually no i'm tripping up she didn't get pregnant until later um because after i gave birth i gave myself a month and we were already jamming again so we were already practicing and then and she found out like later on in the year so yeah i mean it was kind of just back to back i think my timeline is off i think i have my fucking years off no it's okay yeah I, I still think it's 2020 sometimes i know but i'm placing the timeline off 
we our last show was that i was not well i'm tripping up i have my fucking timeline off but either way i mean yeah there was two pregnancies in the band so we only had enough time to just play um a few shows while i was pregnant and then we just stopped i had to stop playing shows you know because of the pregnancy yeah um, we're still in this we were in the studio we did have some studio time but i forget what it, oh that's what the studio time was for we were in the studio a few months later after our last show 2019 we were in the studio for our split with harlequin okay what it was and we recorded that in december and january when i was like seven eight months pregnant and then we sat on that you know we kind of sat on that we released it um which we were supposed to release it with some other fool but he didn't end up following through with the tape yeah. deal we were supposed to release it on tape that didn't happen so we just released it digitally both bands did um and that was cool you know we just um got together with harlequin and did that and um and that was kind of their comeback too because they had they had been out of the out of the you know, out of their their yeah. shit. They were active for they they just yeah. became active again, yeah. Yeah, and that kind of pushed them to be active too. So that was cool to, you know, see that. Yeah. And uh and yeah, and then we released that split. We were jamming again, um, after I gave birth and then for a few months we the studio and that's when we released it. And we released it at a good time too, because that's when Mars was pregnant and she couldn't practice as much. So yeah. It, it all kind of had like a good timeline for us, you know, like we released yeah. it to back. And yeah. It's, it's amazing. I mean, there's like 12 songs. That I, that's impressive. I mean, a lot of the, the stuff I buy only has like five songs and <laughs> yeah, you guys really like put out like two albums worth of like material. Um, I understand you, this is like self-released. You guys like did everything yourself. Yeah. We worked with, um, uh alan to re he recorded mix and mastered um the album you know uh looking back in hindsight we do wish that we like changed certain things on the release so i've even played with the idea of re-releasing it with like a new master on it but you know we'll deal with that later yeah. i would rather i, I would I like, rather I, I like the raw sound i think it's cool um, oh yeah yeah that's I would rather work on new shit right now, you know. Yeah. So, comes it comes, if not. Yeah, I would just leave it as it is. I mean, just that raw, like I don't know. It just reminds me of like late '80s, like like Venom and Motorhead, like just super raw. Um, yeah. And then, um, yeah, I mean, even just the look of it too. I mean, like the black and white artwork, and I noticed that most of the the artwork on the demos and the splits have been just like black and white. So, I mean, just the whole presentation of it was like really cool. Yeah. I wanted to keep it black and white. Um, I don't know. I just like black and white art. Yeah. I mean, was there a CD released to it too? Was there a CD released uh, of the album? Oh, okay. Yeah. There was a digi pack to it. Okay. Dang. I, yeah. I got to track that down for sure. For some reason I thought it was just tape. Um, are you guys planning on like re like repressing it or re-releasing like you know the guy that that um listened to your podcast recently the one that like said hey you guys are on this uh, best of 2021 um he asked the same thing but i don't know I, we've gotten some kind of 
requests for it, but um, I think we're just focusing on writing new music right now. And I think it, it would probably be cool to re-release some more. We originally just wanted to do um, 50. And I, um, my memory fucking sucks ass, so you'll have to forgive me if I have my facts wrong. But I want to say we did initial 50, and I want to say we restocked more. But I could be thinking of the demo as well. But to answer your question, at this time, we haven't made a decision to make more. It's been a question, but... And we've also been asked to um, to consider making um, vinyls from it, too. But with the pandemic and everything, we were considering it in the beginning. But then, you know it's going to take us like fucking six months to even have those in hand, you know? Yeah, I heard there's like just like a long like delay, like all the factories are just like still processing orders from like last year. Yeah, so I mean, it would be cool to put that shit out, but I think I think we'll probably incorporate, you know, vinyls and and more copies as uh, for the next release. So right now, there's there haven't been any decisions. Yeah, are you guys planning on doing another like full length or like a, a demo or an EP or what's the what's Ritual Moon's plan for new releases? Uh, we want to. So uh, <laughs> I want to, and I mentioned this to the girls, and they're on board. Um, I want to release an EP with like say four to six songs really have them you know i still want that raw sound but i do want them we want them mastered a certain way you know we want them a little more polished uh, but still have that raw sound and i want to release those four to six songs with footage as well so kind of make it like a cd slash dvd kind of thing and uh with that footage i kind of want to include shit that that we never posted online, like shit that people never saw, you know, uh, our fucking rehearsals or just us just shooting the shit, just random shit, you know, um, just to kind of add more value to it. And, you know, I fuck like, I remember fucking buying like guitar world fucking CDs that had like songs on them and also some random footage. Um, yeah, yeah, like no, I, uh, yeah, I, like I grew up around that too. Like bands would put out like a CD that came with like a DVD and yes. like live live footage and like studio footage. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but you know nowadays everyone fucking pl- publishes their shit right away. You know, but true, I mean, yeah. uh, so I kind of want to just keep that like old school feel of like <laughs> you know make it something special to watch that only certain people will have because they bought it, you know? So yeah. kind of like Dime Vision. Did you ever watch Dime Vision? Yeah, yeah, I remember uh, a lot of the Pantera um, yeah, videos. Yeah. Yeah, and the, yeah, I have that shit. I fucking love that shit, dude. Yeah. Like, I, like my... <laughs> That was like my go-to fucking DVD for a cool minute in, in middle yeah. school. <laughs> yeah. No, my, my favorite was... Um, even to this day, I sometimes watch it on YouTube. Um, there's like this Road Roadrunner United, like you know, Roadrunner Records put out like a All Star, like All Star album. But the mm-hmm. DVD, I, I spent like way more time with the DVD than the actual album. Like just dude, I I, I never watched the DVD, but I know what the fuck you're talking about. The Roadrunner United, I yeah. thought that 
that shit was fucking genius, dude. Like to have all these fools like just fuck around and write their own songs. You know, that was fucking cool to just yeah. have a bunch of guys from like different bands, you know, just jam out. I mean, it's done. It's been done before, you know, but like super groups and shit. Yeah. But it was yeah. just really cool. See yeah, the, the the whole like DVDs on YouTube. Like I've, I've watched it like three or four times just on YouTube. Um, yeah, yeah, it's really cool. I really dig it. And yeah, I, yeah, I, grew, I grew up in that same era, just still collecting like CDs and DVDs. Yeah, to this day. Yeah, so tapes, I wanna, yeah. Uh-huh. So I kind of want to have that. Even like what, even with the tape release, like if, if the person doesn't buy it on CD and DVD, I, I want them to pick up a tape and still like scan a barcode and and get access to this footage somehow you know like and that, that's my idea and i think we we are going to move forward with that we're just taking our time right now so. okay awesome yeah i think we went through most of my questions um oh one thing i always ask people is just uh, when i talk with them is like what are what are some bands you you've been listening to and which people check out <sighs> Well, right off the top of my head, because I just love this band, uh, Witch Haven. I fucking love Witch Haven. If you haven't heard of them, they are Black Thrash from L.A. Um, Hell Ripper, you know, if you haven't heard of them. Uh, so those two bands are really fucking cool. They've, they've uh, inspired me. Uh, Nocturnal, that's the fucking Black Thrash band that I meant to mention earlier. Um, they're sick ass black thrash band. I think they're from like Netherlands or Germany. They're German. Um, you know we love Motorhead. We fucking love um Omega. We fucking love Venom. We fucking love you know that old school rock and roll shit and and like those black metal bands I mentioned earlier. Uh. I, I love Death Note. I love Impetigo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Autopsy's fucking cool. Uh, yeah, so I mean, and, and and Rachel loves like jazz. She loves jazz. She loves brutal death metal bands like um, Defeated Sanity. Um, and Mars likes like the likes the Venom and the Motorhead. You know, she's more old school. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Those are those are oh, yeah, yeah. those are sick. Yeah, sick recommendations. <laughs> um, the only thing I I really like been listening to bands like uh, I don't know if you've heard of this uh, Pan American Native Front. Um, it's like a one man black metal. Um, basically, like singing about like like basically Native American history. And then I found this recently. Uh, I don't know if you've heard this uh, uh no, I haven't heard of that. Oh, okay, yeah, it's like a. There's like oh, these the two. bands have cool art though. Yeah, yeah, it's same, same. These two kind of like are the same. Like they're like black metal, and they they like sing about like Native American history. So uh, I've been really into that. Dude, there's a um, a fucking um, there's a Native band that played with us over here in Lancaster, but I don't fucking remember their name. They're black metal too. Okay. Uh, I don't know if that narrows it down, but. Yeah, there's a couple. Yeah, actually, yeah, that does narrow down. Um, were they from Arizona? I think so. Okay, I think the big one is like mutilated tyrant. They're like, they're yes, mutilated. Yeah. Was that? 
yeah, they're, they're like they're like just down the road from me. They're like thirty miles yeah, away. Yeah, I another tape. I ended up getting their tape that night. Yeah, yeah. they're really cool. They're really yeah. cool guys. You know? Yeah, they're sick. Um, and I know they came out on the on the res metal um, like documentary, right? Or no? Yeah, yeah. That uh, I think Revolver did like a like a twenty yes. minute piece on uh, that. Uh, yeah, and yeah, I watched I watched that shit. So my, earlier when you mentioned like you know that things are really slow on the res and shit and people they even talked about it on the documentary that people just have shows because you know it's their way of like killing time and kind of escaping like the redundancy of you know being that and yeah it was see because it was nothing i really knew about you know and yeah and it, it's fucking cool that that there is a scene there, whether it's big or small, you know, it's, it's there. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I spoke to their drummer. Um, one of my first, like, like, you know, interviews like this, um, it's like the most popular, the most listened to of all the like interviews I've done. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're, they're to me, they're big. Um, hopefully like, yeah. they just, you know, stay active and keep putting out yeah. new music. Yeah. They, they, they're got, they got it going. They're doing something right. They're 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 kicking us. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, they yeah, came out my show, so that was fucking cool. Yeah, that's sick. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, those are like all pretty much all my questions. I we went through. Um, one thing I was wondering, like, um, uh, would it be cool if I played a track off of like uh, that full length you guys put out? Yeah, fucking play whatever yeah. you want. <laughs> yeah. what, what's your favorite song off that off the top of your head? Uh, oh my god, you know it's it's hard to pick, and not to sound like a fucking conceited ass bitch, but I feel like there's just so many cool riffs, you know. Like I don't know, everything is different, you know. Like on the on that album, it kind of, and I don't know if you noticed this, but I I wrote on there like we listed the songs in the way that we wrote them. Oh yeah. Yeah. I saw that right here inside the booklet. Yeah. So we, we purposely listed them in that way so that people can hear our progression. Because if you hear the first song, it's very simple. And the last song is obviously not as simple, you know? So, I mean, not that it's fucking technical as fuck, but you know, I think for the listener, it's, it's just, if you if you know that because a lot of people i don't think saw that note um it just you know progresses but to answer your question um fuck a good song to play i always like scorched earth (laughs) scorched earth or transcend one of those two nice what's your favorite song (laughs) oh probably like uh uncontrollable death or I, I like the first half, like the first, the first, like half of the album, where it's like uh-huh. the songs are really fast and or no, they're they're shorter, but it, like it hits you faster, like it, like it really yeah, catches your attention faster. I'd say. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. pretty much the first half of the album, like all of them, I would say, but Uncontrollable Death has always been my favorite. That was my talk with Boleyn, guitarist, vocalist of Virtual Moon. I hope everyone gets to, you know, check them out. Check out their full-length album, Ritual Moon 1. You can stream that on their Bandcamp, Spotify, uh, pretty much uh, any other streaming service. But um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, play uh, one of the tracks, uh, Transcend, and then also uh, go into Scorch Earth. 
So I uh, hope everyone enjoyed the interview. Um, that's the conclusion. So take care. Yeah. Hey,